Hello, 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 and welcome to the Eloquent Wife Podcast. My name is Gloria Warren, and you are listening and watching to episode 11 with the Eloquent Wife Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about tales of social media guard your heart and time and so if this is a topic that you think would be a blessing to you if you feel like this is something that you need especially if you feel like social media you know has been bombarding your life has been you know infiltrating your heart and your mind so much to where you're like lord i think i need a break from this you know we're going to talk about this because social media is getting a lot of people in trouble and we got to talk about it so if you're interested in this keep watching because we're getting into it now Okay, so I am so excited for today's topic because I believe that it's going to be a really, 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 really good one. Um, and again, we're going to be talking about tales of social media, like like tales, how you have book tales, tales of social media, guard your heart and time. So again, I want to just simply welcome you to the Eloquent Wife podcast. My name is Gloria Warren and I will be your host for today. If you are here and you are here for the very first time, welcome. First, I would love for you to introduce yourself in the comment section to let us know who you are, where you're tuning in from, um, how did you hear about us? We'd love to, you know, just interact and fellowship with our fellow sisters. But if you're new here, I would love to gift to you um, my five key elements guide, which is something that I love to give to our newbies. And that is, again, my five key elements guide, which is the five top things or the key things that every Christian wife will need to know to access the heart of her husband. And this can be found on my website at GloriaWarren.com forward slash five keys. And with this, it is a gift, it is a free PDF, and you can download it right to your phone, to your tablet, to your device, to your computer, to your laptop, to your desktop, wherever you want to download it to. You can download it right there. And with that, it will, you know, just give you access to read the five key things that God gave to me, that God shared with me concerning my marriage, and that I wanna share with you because sharing is caring. You know, who doesn't love a free gift? So this is my, free digital gift to you um and so we're gonna move right along so if you are you know joining for the first time then you probably you know have either you know stumbled upon this because of either the topic or you may have saw a post that we did on facebook on or on instagram or however you stumbled here if you have not subscribed to the podcast whether that is through youtube through our youtube channel the eloquent wife or if you have not subscribed on you know a podcasting hosting service i would love to encourage you to do that right now whether that is on google podcasts whether that's on spotify whether that is on apple podcasts whether it's on stitcher or on pandora i would love for 
for you to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And that can be done through the podcasting, you know, vein, or also you can subscribe on YouTube. So that way, even when the video version, you know, when it is available at 8 a.m., you know, every Monday morning, you'll be notified that way you don't have to go looking for it. It'll come to you. So, you know, so I have you know, the visual version, and we also have the audio version for whatever it is that you like. Let us pray and let us get into the topic for today. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for allowing us to see another day, for allowing us to be able to break bread yet again, for allowing us to see episode 11, Lord Jesus. God, I pray that you would just have your way, Lord God, in this fellowship. I pray that you would just move me out of the way so that you can speak and speak to your daughters, Lord God, fluently, that they may be able to understand and be able to comprehend and be able to grasp what it is that you have for them in this season, Lord God, for this day, oh God that you want to get to them and God we just thank you for being so loving for being so kind for always being so gentle with us even when we stray away God you always as a good shepherd bring us back to you and we thank you and we love you and we call it all done by faith in Jesus name I pray God move me out of the way that you may be glorified in Jesus name I pray amen so tales of social media guarding the heart and time so this is something that i believe will be able to resonate with so many people because social media is such a big thing in our era and you know it has become a modern day phenomenon that has caused many of us to experience beautiful relationships you know, to keep in touch with our long distance family. You know, social media has allowed us to keep in touch with our friends, you know, our coworkers, and even be able to, you know, form new relationships with, um, with prominent people who we may not have ever been able to meet in, you know, actual person. But, you know, there are so many benefits and perks to social media, you know, but there is also a, an underlining danger, you know, that has crept in unaware to so many different couples and, you know, different people, whether they're on, you know, a high scale or a lower scale, wherever, wherever people are, social media has invaded their space in some type of way, our space in some type of way. So, you know, with so much at our fingertips, there have been many who have been led astray from the tasty clickbait, from the lure, um, which can be people being used by the enemy, which can be the enemy, you know, you know, placing stuff in our way to cause us to tempt and fall. And so as a married woman, um, I just kind of want to start here. I know that we have, and I put in quote, I put in quotation, online friendships with other men. Um, but in this hour, the Lord, as a loving father, wants to draw us into his heart to give us wisdom, to give us clarity and a focal view of 
the craftiness of the enemy that being wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove is needed now more than ever. You know, if you are one who finds relief in, you know, airing your marital issues online, you know, I'm here to tell you that this is the perfect breeding ground for the enemy to send a trap in the form of comfort from an illegal source to be a listening ear for you. But I want to say to you in this moment, don't be deceived. You know, sometimes I have to make it known that, you know, certain messages that I talk about, you know, it may not hit home for everybody, but anytime I open my mouth, I believe that whatever God gives me is going to be for somebody that clicks on this video. And even if you're watching this entire video, even if something is said that never hits you with this particular post, you know, I believe with everything in me that every time I open my mouth, when I get ready to minister and when I minister, there is somebody that this message is for. And so if you're hearing this and everything goes over your head, that's okay. But this is going to be for somebody. But in this moment, I want to say to you, don't be deceived. If you are one who is athletic and you enjoy following weight trainers and lifters and football players and basketball players because you admire their work ethic, it may be harmless in thinking, you know, it can be harmless in thinking, but in this hour, in this season, the Lord is saying, don't be deceived. And we must ask ourselves, why do I do what I do? Why do I find pleasure in that which I engage in? Why do I follow particular people online? Why do I do the things that I do? Is there an underlining thing, you know, and... We have to be in a place where we can ask ourselves ourselves these things and we should I and we should ask ourselves these things. Why am I doing what I do? Why do I follow who I follow? Why do I say what I say? Why do I post what I post? Is it for attention? Is it to be a blessing to people? Why do I follow them? Is it because I enjoy, you know, their content? Is it because it, you know, encourages me to do better is it because i enjoy seeing the, their pictures is it because it turns me on like you have to be honest with yourself and here i am making it a mission to not sugarcoat anything because the only way we're going to grow and become stronger in the things of god is if we have honest tough conversations with ourselves and with others who can keep us accountable so um I have a need to say that flesh is something that can never be saved. Flesh can never be saved. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you. And this is not for everyone. But if the following of men you know, on social media, you know, I don't want anybody to 
think that you have to unfriend all of the men on your page, you know, and in this era of social media, you have to put disclaimers out for everything as well, because people will just come for you for every little thing. You know, people will just pick every single thing apart. So I'm not saying that you have to unfollow every man that you have friends on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm not saying that, but for the woman, who enjoys seeing the sweat, who enjoys seeing the muscles, the selfie shots. Um, it's like a secret shot of morphine for you. And God is saying, daughter, it's time to cut it off. For the one who is married, for the one who may not be married, you know, lust can come in so many different forms. It can come in the form, you know, for any person, whether you're married or not. But if you have found yourself as a married woman who enjoys the page of a man because, you know, his content revolves around this, you know, and it's not him trying to allure you, but because of the opposite sex. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a fine line that you have to draw for yourself to hold yourself accountable to the ways of God, to the things of God, so that in your weakness and in your moments of, you know, of what you feel is innocent won't cause you to stumble and fall. You know, every day we have to work out our soul salvation. And if anything can cause me to trip up, then I have to look at that thing and I have to say, um, you know, is this something I need to cut off? You know, there's everything that we have to analyze, whether it's a movie that we want to watch, whether it's a movie that you and your husband want to go to the movies and see. We're grown. We can do whatever we want to do. There is nobody who is standing over us in our homes to tell us you shouldn't do that. You know, the Holy Ghost that's within us as Christians, as believers, as people of God, you know, that still small voice is not going to always just rise to 100% volume and say, don't do that. You know, as a mature believer, if we know the word of God and if we know that, one, we shouldn't let our good be evil spoken of. Two, we shouldn't allow ourselves to be placed in a position that we could be tempted in. Um, if we have to guard our gates, if we have to guard our eye gates, if we have to guard our ear gates, if we have to be so very careful so that we won't give place to the enemy, if all of these scriptures come to me at once and I know these things, I have to be the facilitator over myself so that I can continue to prosper in the things of God and not be tripped up because my flesh cause me to step into something or stumble into something or just continue to watch something until it became problematic for me. This may not be something that, you know, is an issue for you, but if the Lord is bringing it to us and to our attention today, then maybe there is something that we should step back and say, Lord, show me if this is a message that you have for me. Lord, show me if there is any type of error in my way so that I can get things 
in line with you so that I can be sure that nothing will cause me to stumble and fall. So on the surface, if you are one who has, you know, been intrigued by, you know, a certain channel where there is a lot of, you know, exercising or, you know, whatever it is, if you have found yourself um, becoming admired or having an admiration for something, and maybe on the surface, it seems like, oh, I just, you know, they're very encouraging to me. You know, I, I admire their, you know, their skill set. I admire this. I admire that. You know, you have to be careful because deep down it can be, you know, a longing for something that you can't have. Or a longing for something that you don't have because as a married woman, as a married woman, we belong to a man. We belong to the person that we, you know, set our vows to. We belong to them. They belong to us. Um, and anybody that is outside of the threefold cord um, that doesn't include you, your husband, and Jesus. And if anybody outside of that threefold cord, you know, causes something in us to feel any type of way, any type of way that you know is not healthy, that you know is not godly, that you know is not seemingly, that you know would not be appropriate, that you know that if somebody saw that you was looking at it, and if you know that it would be something that would make somebody's eyebrow go up, if you know that, then this is something that you already know should not be in your life. The Lord specifically gave me the word morphine to use. And morphine can cause extreme sleepiness and lower your ability to think, react, and focus. In episode four, I talked about cold, cold sheets with the Elkin Wife podcast. Episode four, we talked about cold sheets. We talked about the tempter's playground and how Satan comes to play in the area of intimacy, how he comes to play in the area of our flesh when it comes to lust, when it comes to our visual eyes and the tales of social media. Tales, it is a narrative story or tale is any account of a series of related events or experiences, whether non-fictional or fictional. And what series of events or experiences, if any, have transpired in your life, in our lives due to social media? Anything that does not push us closer to God and is on the front line to destroy our homes, our character, our integrity, our credibility must be cut off. Anything that does not push us closer to God and is in the forefront, is in the front line to destroy 
our home, our character, our integrity, our credibility, it must be cut off. Like right now, like yesterday at 10 o'clock. I don't have to go into DM, which is direct messaging. I don't have to go into that teaching because we all know what the deal is when it comes to direct messaging. Now, I'm not saying that every person that may direct message us that is of the opposite sex is going to be, you know, just sent by the devil. That's not what I'm saying. However, however, just because it is not being initiated from us does not mean that it's not a snare. Just because you don't initiate something doesn't mean that it's not a snare. Just because somebody that looks friendly, just because they initiate something with you, does not mean that it is not a snare. When we realize that the Bible is full of everything. It's full of everything. David, that we know, a man after God's own heart, who fell into temptation, a snare of the enemy, when he saw Bathsheba bathing on the roof, when all of this could have been avoided if he was where he was supposed to be on the battlefield. You know, he was a man after God's own heart that he was a worshiper. Everyone always talks about him being a worshiper, a man who just loved God. Yet, even in all of that, the flesh will never be saved. The flesh cannot be saved. Even in all of that, there can always be an opening if we allow there to be an opening. If every if every gate, if every door, if every window, if every opening to you, to your heart, to your mind is closed, the enemy can have no access to getting in. But the moment that there becomes a, an opening or a crack, the enemy can get in. I had a dream not too long ago where in my dream, I had like different scenes that I saw. But when I woke up from the dream, the message that God gave me was to watch the draft. So what is a draft? A draft is something that comes through a window or a door or under the door where there is an opening to the outside and the wind can get in. It may not be real strong. It may not be real forceful, but the draft, it can creep in. And over time, you may have the heat on, you know, but over time it can begin to cause the room to get colder and colder and colder from that cold draft getting in because there is an opening. The door is what is made to keep out the weather. It's made to keep out intruders. It's made to keep out these things. What is a window? A lock on the window. It's made to be closed and it's made to keep out anything that's not supposed to be in. What is a gate? It's meant to be locked and closed and shut when you don't want intruders to get in. So 
I want to share this with you really quick because I feel like it'll bring context. Even if it's not a lot of context, it'll bring context. When God first started to, you know, elevate me um, through the eloquent wife, um, I had men who started messaging me privately, um, you know, to just share how proud they was, you know, they were of me. Um, some, you know, to ask me, how can I pray for you? You know, and also, I guess just because they wanted to randomly message me. Um, and after a while, I did a public post, you know, and I'm not, you know, is it something that I had to do? No, it's not something that I had to do, but I did. I did a public post and I said, I am a happily married woman. And I'm not interested in male friendship. Now, again, did I have to do this? No, I did not have to do this. But it was my way of sending a warning message. A, a warning message. Now, I'm not telling you that you have to do this. I'm giving you context to what I'm talking about. Some of the men, they were married. Some were not. But... It was me giving the message that if this continue, you will be exposed. And I think that sometimes we, we can easily play with the enemy. I think that sometimes we can see things as being innocent. Oh, they just they just want to pray or they just want to do this. They just want to do that. You know, social media tales, the tales of social media, the tales of social media. We have to guard our hearts. We have to guard our minds because as a married woman, just because we're married does not mean that this flesh is dead to anything. You know, there are many people who have fallen into trap, sexual sin because of what seemed to be very, very, in quotation, innocent. This message may not be for everyone, but there is someone who may be entertaining what may seem to be innocent, but is actually a snare that could cause everything in your life to be turned upside down. Everything in your life to be turned upside down because you gave heed or you did not give heed to the warning signs that you did not give heed to when God was in his still small voice speaking to you that you should not allow this to continue or whatever the case may be. So in me sharing that short story with you that that happened with me. Every single message stopped. And to this day, I have not received anything else. But the enemy is very, very crafty. There has to be no room for the enemy. And I mean, no room. You have to give the enemy no room. Because if you give him an inch, he will take you a mile. And you will end up in a situation where you look back and say, how in the world did I get here? How in the world did I get here? How in the world did I get here? And God always sends warning before destruction. And you may be saying, Lord, I don't even know how I can do this. It's easy, very, very easy, very, very simple. If there is any person in your life that is causing you to stumble, that is causing your flesh 
to stumble that is causing your spirit man to become so dull down to where your flesh is so in control. If there's any person like this on social media and you're allowing social media to cause you to go into this, this, this place where you know you're, you're not supposed to be, there is this beautiful button that we have on social media, and you probably already know this. There's this beautiful button on social media that's called delete and block. And so if this is something that you have struggled with, sis, let me just help you out. All you have to do is delete that friendship. All you have to do is delete that message. All you have to do is block that person. And when you block a person, they can never send you anything ever again. And so you may be saying, well, I don't want to respond to this person. But they keep sending me stuff since delete and block. And I promise you, you will never hear from them ever again. You know, and it may be just as simple as that for some of you. But there may be some of you who may have people that you encounter in person. You know, whenever there is an issue, I promise you. If you cry out to God, God will remove people that do not belong in your space, that do not belong in your region, that do not belong around you. And when you really, really get serious about yourself, about your salvation, about pleasing God, I promise you the Lord will move on your behalf. But if we're playing with this thing and if we're tiptoeing around this thing and if we really, really you know, in we we deep down we enjoy it, but we want to act like on the surface. Um, you know that thing don't bother me, but deep down you like that they messaging you. You like that they you know are on on the low, chasing after you. You know, God sees this stuff. God sees it, and today He's calling it out. And again, this may not be for everybody, but it is going to be for somebody. And whether that somebody is watching right now or whether you're watching in the future or whether you're listening now or whether you listen in the future, you know, God knows how to meet us right where, where we are. He's not a taskmaster. You know, God doesn't come to bring, you know, condemnation to us, but he does come to bring conviction. You know, that righteous conviction that makes us get our lives in order. Because as a good father, he is wooing us back to him. He knows that there is nothing good that dwells in this flesh. He knows that if he doesn't help us, we won't make it. He knows that if we don't, you know, continue to stay by the fire and by the altar and on the altar, that the enemy is so very crafty where he just, he's always looking for a moment to sift us as wheat, but being a good shepherd, he will leave the 99 to go and get that one. And maybe that one is you. Maybe that one is you. Maybe that one is not somebody who's dealing with this. But at some point, we were all that one that he left everyone, every other sheep to go and get. Maybe we, we've all been in that place before. Whether it is, it can vary for so many different areas of our lives, but we have at some point all been that one that he's left the other 99 to come and find. And so in this moment, if you know, if you know that social media has been, you know, a stumbling block for you, all you have to do in any situation that we know that we have fallen short in is repent and get it right. And ask the Lord, Lord, help me 
to overcome this thing. Lord, help me not to be enslaved to sin. Help me to conquer my flesh. Lord, help me. Lord, teach me how to fast so that I can keep my flesh under subjection so that I don't have to keep falling into traps that the enemy set so that I don't have to keep falling into snares that the enemy sets for me. Satan will go as far as you allow him to go. He will go as far as you allow him to go. And I don't care how innocent it looks. A man and a woman need boundaries. That's in the workplace. That's at church. And any other area of life. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The New Living Translation says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. For it will determine the course of your life. The enemy is not playing, neither is God. But we have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves if we want to prosper. If we want to succeed, if we want to prosper in this life, in our marriages, if we wouldn't want social media being a stumbling block for our husbands, for our children, we can't allow it to be that for us. We can't allow that to be for us. The tales of social media will not have me will not have my life, will not run my life. Social media will not be the downfall of me. Social media will not be the downfall of my family. Social media will not be the downfall of my ministry. Social media will not be the downfall to my credibility, to my home, to my workplace. Credit, I, I want, and we should all want our credibility to stand for itself, our name to stand for itself. It takes years. When I say years, it takes years to build a good name and you can tear down a good name in one day, in one moment, in one second of the day by doing something that could be detrimental for you and the people around you, the people that you love. And so in this moment, if social media has been a place for you that has caused you to stumble in this moment, we say, God, help us. Lord, show me a way out of this thing. Lord, show me how to end this now so that I can continue to strive towards righteousness. And even if you say within yourself, well, my story is a little deeper than that because I've already fallen in this thing. We repent and we turn and we get it right and we strive to never fall into that trap ever again. There is, when there is repentance, there is a wiping away of sin. There is a turning and there is a renewal for you that. We're always becoming new creatures in Christ Jesus because when I repent, I, that the person that I was, the person that I was two years ago, that's not me. If I've repented of anything that I've done, I and my slate is always wiped clean because of repentance. I don't have to live therein anymore. I've been studying Romans eight, which is something that I have just really taken to heart because when you fall. When you mess up, Satan is always looking for a way to keep you bound. And even if he can't, even if he, even if he can't, you know, have you, he will try to have you. 
So even if he cannot have you where you are separated from God forever and you are, you know, condemned to hell, even if it's not that situation, even if it's not that extreme, he will try to have you here and will try to bring up every single thing that you've ever done wrong. But when you know who you are in God and when you know that you've repented and when you know that you are striving towards holiness and you're striving towards righteousness, then he can't play those games with you. Because Romans 8, 1 and 2 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So anytime the enemy tries to bring this up to us, all we have to do is quote this scripture over ourselves and into the atmosphere and to the enemy to let him know, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you try to bring to me. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So I am free from this. Therefore, I don't have to live in that place anymore. I don't have to be condemned. I don't have to hold my head down. I don't have to live in shame. When we know better, we do better. And when we do better, we feel better. So if you're in a place where you feel like you need any person that you can trust to talk to. I wanna encourage you in this moment to go to my website, gloriawarren.com forward slash one-on-one. You know, um, I am a certified Christian relationship coach and I have sessions available for this week. Um, and you can book a session there and we can talk through this. The worst thing I ever did in my life was feel like I had to do life alone because I was afraid to talk through the issues that I had. And I could have, you know, surpassed the place that I was in so much quicker if only I was not allowing myself to feel like I had to do everything alone. You know, that's where the enemy gets us, where we feel like. You know, I don't want anybody to judge me. I don't want anybody to look at me funny. So I'll just keep this in. And even though the enemy beats us down, we sometimes take it and we stay there because we feel like we don't have anyone to talk to. But sis, no more. We're not gonna be beat down anymore in our minds. We're gonna live a victorious life. We're gonna live a prosperous life. We're going to live a victorious life. We're going to live a prosperous life. We're going to live a prosperous life. So through my website, if you are one who says, you know what? Yes, I would love to do. I would love to do this. You know, I'm, I'm tired of trying to do everything on my own. I'm tired of trying to do everything on my own. I'm tired of trying to do everything on my own. If this is you, um, I want to give you a discount code, even for, you know, just listening through to the end of this podcast. It is SAVE10, where you can get 10% off on your session that you book. And if you do this by the end of today, 
then you'll be able to use this code and save 10% off of your session. So I really pray, I really pray that something was said today that was a blessing to you. You know, I really pray that something that was said today was a blessing to you. I really, really pray this. You know, the tales of social media, it will not have me. It will not have us in this season. You know, I'm going to guard my gates. I'm going to guard my heart. I'm going to guard my mind because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. And, you know, anything, there, there, there is so much. If we don't guard our heart, you know, the issues of life will flow. The issues of life will flow. So I just pray that as you go, that the Lord will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. That if this is a message that resonated with you, I pray that the Lord will give you peace in your heart. That he will overwhelm you with his love, with his, with his fathering love that you will not feel condemned, but that you will feel a righteous conviction to know that, okay, in his love, he's drawing me back to himself. And because he's drawing me back to himself, Lord, help me to stay close to you. And I believe that this is your portion. And if this is what you want your portion to be, you say, be it unto me, Lord. God, help me in my weak areas. Help me to walk up right before you that you may be pleased with me, that you may be pleased with me so that when you look down upon me, that you smile and not frown, that you have joy in your heart and not grief and not be grieved by my actions. And so, God, we thank you for this safe space. And until next time, I look forward to seeing you then. Love you much. Bye-bye. enjoyed this week's episode if this was a blessing then you for sure don't want to miss next week's episode so meet me here next monday at 8 a.m for another conversation about wifelyhood if this episode was a blessing to you and you'd like to see it flourish consider becoming one of our beloved podcast partners to help us get this message out to more wives abroad if you feel compelled to partner with the Eloquent Wife podcast, visit www.theeloquentwife.com forward slash partner to become an official partner. With much love and grace, I pray you have a blessed week. And until next time, it's Gloria signing off. Bye bye.